Welcome to another episode of Launch Chat. I'm your host, Jake Hare. Now today, before we get into the episode, I want to ask you for a favor. If you haven't already, please go give us a rating and review on iTunes. And if you've already done that, thank you so much. The podcast has been able to reach so many people because of you, because of the ratings and reviews you're giving us. Luckily, they're all positive, which is great so far. (laughs) And we're trying our best to make a really awesome podcast for you and answer all of your questions. And the more people that listen, the more questions that we're going to get. So if you haven't already, go give us a rating and review on iTunes. Now today, we're going to be talking about how do you know what the best startup idea is to work with? And if you don't have a startup idea yet, where do you find one? So this question is from Roy in Brooklyn, and he has a few ideas he's tossing around, but he's not really sure like which idea he should go with or how do you determine which industry you should get into. And for a lot of people who are pure entrepreneurs, and by that I mean you're not someone who has like worked in an industry for a while, you spotted a problem in the industry, and now you're going to build a startup to solve that problem. For entrepreneurs who are kind of problem agnostic or solution agnostic where, well, I don't really care what problem I'm solving. I'm just trying to find a problem that is worth solving. For those kind of entrepreneurs, which it sounds like Roy is that kind of entrepreneur, you know, it can be really hard to pinpoint exactly which idea you should work on because you probably come up with a new idea every few days, every couple of weeks. I know I do that. Uh, I'm probably in that category too. So we're going to talk about how you determine which idea is the best one for you and which industry you should go after um, and some of the criteria that goes into making that decision. Today's question comes from Roy in Brooklyn, New York. He writes in, I'm tossing a few ideas around and doing some research to see what a good business would be to start. Do you have any tips or recommendations on what businesses or industries are good to go into as a first-time founder? Or do you have any recommendations on what areas to absolutely not go into? Hey, Roy, thanks for your question. So I'd say I'd rather lean on the side of telling you what industries not to get into uh, than which ones to actually get into. Because, I mean, the list of what industries to get into is really long. um, And you're going to hear a lot of people talking about when, when people say what industries you should get into, they're usually talking about like the trendy ones. So like crypto right now, or, you know, artificial intelligence or whatever, you know, like stuff that's been trendy for a while. And AI feels like it's been trendy for years now, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you which ones you should probably avoid. And more from the point of view of like you as a startup, early stage startup, what you, what you should consider when you're trying to enter the industry. So one I would try to stay away from would be an industry that's technical and that you have no knowledge in. So I don't have any experience in healthcare. So I'm not going to go try to start a healthcare company because there's so much stuff that's involved in starting a healthcare company from rules and regulations to government organizations to, you know, different like I, there's just so much complexity with healthcare. I mean, I could the, the list is huge of like the things that can get in your way trying to build a startup in that space. So unless you have experience in that space or you know people who do, then I would try to avoid that one for sure. The other one would be any heavily regulated spaces. So like telecom or, uh, you know, pharmaceuticals. I know it's kind of healthcare related. Maybe financial, if you don't have any financial experience. Those are traditionally very difficult to get into because there's a lot of hoops you have to jump jump through up front, which means it's very difficult for someone who has no experience in that area to get into. Um, I had a few friends who started a financial app a couple years ago and the app was amazing. And their customer were banks 
The problem was banks are so far behind in the times in terms of regulations for technology and security that it was almost impossible for them to get a customer without jumping through way more hoops than it was worth for the amount of money they were charging for that product. And so they, they had to pivot and do some other things. It was just kind of a mess. So that's an example of a something I would not get into. The other one that I would stay away from or, or type of thing that I would stay away from is if you're a brand new founder, I would much rather you start something that's digital than something that's physical. So instead of manufacturing products or creating your own physical product, I would try instead to do something digital. So that's either building an actual application like a tech product, if that's the area that you want to go into, or building some sort of service or productized service business, or you know, building a newsletter or a membership site or something like that, because it's it's a lot easier to take that first step into entrepreneurship if if you're doing something where you can do it 99% of it on your own. Um, sure, like building an application, you might need help from someone like our company or a freelance developer or whatever to build that first product, but you can still be a you could still take that dive into entrepreneurship doing that. Whereas like a physical product, I've looked into building my own physical products and there's a lot of steps involved from figuring out where or how to get something prototyped through to like where all the pieces going to be coming from and getting manufactured at through, you know, distribution, storage, all of those things. It just makes it very, very complicated for someone who's never played in that space before. And for someone who's like a first time founder or like this is their brand new idea. So I would try to stay away from something like that. At the end of the day, I think the big rule here is try to stay away from stuff that is not in your wheelhouse. And I'm not saying that you can't pick up a new skill or learn something new. It's just a lot easier for founders early on if it's their first idea or two to stick with what they know and try to build a business around that. So when I first started LaunchPeer, I knew software development. Like I knew how to manage development projects. I knew how to work with developers. I knew how to work with startup founders. And so it was a very natural fit. And I had tried a couple other startups before that, but none of them were successful because I tried to start startups that were outside of my wheelhouse. So I didn't know a whole lot about real estate, but I tried to start a real estate app. I didn't know a whole lot about physical products, but I tried to start a physical product app. Uh, I didn't know a lot about makeup and cosmetics, but I worked with my wife to try to start a makeup and cosmetics thing. But none of those things worked out very well because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Um, And I wasn't an experienced entrepreneur. I wasn't enough of an experienced entrepreneur to be able to navigate around how to find the information I needed in order to capitalize on some of the opportunities I saw in those areas. Or I wasn't experienced enough in those areas to know if there was an actual problem worth solving. That was really the issue I had with those other ones is that I didn't know what the actual problem was that that was worth solving. Whereas in the industry that I had experience in, which, you know, for launch period was software development, project management, stuff like that. I saw, and I worked with the problem that was worth solving. So if you're a first time founder and you're trying to figure out what startup idea that you have and you're tossing it around and trying to figure it out, try to lean on that. Try to figure out what it is that you know a lot about, what it is that you're comfortable doing. And I think the last point, and I'll go into this a little bit, is the work that you're going to be doing if that startup is successful is the work that you're going to be doing every day work that you actually want to do. 
So for example, with Launchpeer, we're a services business, which means we have to get on client calls, we have to do sales calls, and we have to do customer, like we have to do all of this, you know, customer communication and things like that. We have to manage timelines and budgets and, and stuff. A lot of founders don't start service companies because they don't want to deal with that headache of doing that. They want to start a newsletter because people subscribe and they unsubscribe and they, you know, maybe pay a subscription fee or they don't pay a subscription fee or they cancel all of those are problems, but it's not customer facing problems. And, and some founders don't want to deal with that stuff. Uh, other founders, they don't want, like f- for me, I wouldn't want to start a product business because I don't want to have to deal with the day-to-day of shipping, logistics, customer support. My wife worked at a company that she was doing customer support for an e-commerce store. And I saw the mess that I saw the mess that the customer service desk was not because they were doing a bad job, but because man, when people don't get their products on time, they're just really pissed. Uh, It was ridiculous. So I don't think I'd ever start a physical product store. So think about the kind of work that you'd have to do every day because during the first year or two of your startup, you're probably going to do all of the work day to day. So do you want to hate your life for a year or two, or do you want to try to figure out which one of your ideas is one, something that you have experience in and know it's a problem. And two, the work that you'll have to do day to day is work that you actually enjoy doing. And if those two things match up, then I'd say go for it. Obviously, there's other steps of like, is this actually a problem we're solving? And, uh, you know, I'm going to need to validate it and all those things. But I'm not going to get into that right now because we're just talking about how do you know which industry to kind of get into for your startup? But obviously, you're going to want to validate whatever that comes to. But if I if if I was going to have two criteria of which industry to get into, it's it's one, what industry do you have experience in, and that you can actually see problems happening or have seen problems happen that you think you can solve. And the other one is is the work that you're going to be doing day to day with that idea or in that industry work that you're okay doing for a year or two because you're probably going to have to do it, and you're probably going to have to do it long after that. I mean. I was reading an article today that Elon Musk is still sitting in the shop floor, like watching the cars get built and working with the engineers and stuff like that. Does he have to do that? Yeah, maybe not. But he still does it because as a founder, it's your job to make sure your company's running well. If you don't enjoy what your company's doing, then you're going to hate life (laughs) after a while. Uh, And you don't want to get locked into a life that you hate, especially when especially Roy's case, you're in the position right now to make that decision and make a really good decision. Um, so hopefully those, you know, making that decision is now a little bit easier. <laughs> um, if you have questions, uh, make sure that you write them in to hello at launchpeer.com or phone them in uh, over at launchchat.io. And if you haven't given us a review, please give us a review. We're, I think this is episode 30 now, which is awesome. And, uh, and so we really appreciate all of you guys listening to this, all of you that have hung on through all the uh, ups and downs and us learning about how to do a podcast. So I'm sure they'll get better from here, but we appreciate you listening. And Roy, I hope that answered your question. If you need any more advice, don't hesitate to reach out. That's it for today's episode. To celebrate the launch of the podcast, we're giving a listener a free ticket to TechCrunch Disrupt, which is this September in San Francisco. To learn more about the giveaway, head over to launchchat.io. And while you're there, you can also post your startup question right on our website. All you have to do is click record, ask your question, and we'll feature you on the show. Remember, if you don't want to miss an episode, head over to iTunes and subscribe. And we'd also love it if you gave us a rating or review. Until next episode, keep grinding. Keep grinding.